Hi everyone, welcome to Domain Sherpa. Today is a super special episode of Down the Rabbit Hole, talking NFTs with the Rabbit Hole Gang featuring Steve Galanis of Cameo. Along with Steve, we've got Drew, Andrew Miller, and Hiram Patel on the show, and we focus this one on the Board Ape Yacht Club. It's Super Bowl week, so we talk about whether we expect to see Board Apes involved in the Super Bowl, and if that actually matters. We talk about rarity versus aesthetics in valuing an ape, the value of Yuga Labs as a business in light of some recent fundraising rumors, the value and the worth of the upcoming ApeCoin token and the Cameo Pass NFT, which is coming soon. Check out pass.cameo.com for more details on that. So we have all this and more happening right now here on Domain Sherpa. So ape in and jump down the rabbit hole with us. Let's go. It don't matter what you say, there ain't no way that you messing with my team today. It don't matter what you do. What's up, Sherpa Network? Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Jonathan Tenenbaum, a.k.a. JT, a.k.a. J. On, a.k.a. Lincoln Abraham, and I'm the host and producer of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Today's show is a down the rabbit hole. So for those of you who know, our, our foundation is based around domains, which are digital assets and which naturally segue into things like cryptocurrency and NFTs. And as we say on Domain Sherpa, all roads lead to domains. And in the reverse, our work in domains has us venturing all the time down different rabbit holes and different areas and topics. Some super familiar to us, like I said, crypto NFTs, which really seem to be kind of where we've been honing in on, on this rabbit hole show as this has evolved and developed. And we've got a super dope special show for y'all today. So let me just go ahead. We're going to jump down the rabbit hole. Let me introduce all my co-hosts and then we're going to get to it so what i'm going to do is i'm going to start over to my left and then i'm going to circle all the way around so i could finish with the best for last which we're going to get to so first things first over to my left i got my boy andrew rosner aka morpheus aka the dirk diggler domain names aka bob lee swagger the sniper what's up dude how are you i'm great man i didn't even delay on the Ready? dirk diggler man i dove right I into know. it this time man you let's go did me dirty <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right, let's keep it. That's what she said. All right, let's keep it moving. Now, over to my right, I got my boy Hiram Patel, who has been on the show before, but still very much a special guest, aka Daniel LaRusso, aka Mr. Quality. He's our version of Mr. Wonderful. He's always deal making. You know, uh, for the folks who don't know, because again, Hiram's only been on the show a couple of times, uh, he is a preeminent deal maker in the domain space as well as the NFT space. He jumped into uh, the Board Ape Yacht Club around the same time that we all did and has made some of the uh, the biggest moves, has acquired an incredible portfolio and has found his way. He's also, we call him AKA Gary P instead of Gary V. He's mad positive and uh, just one of those guys, he knows everybody, he always seems to be ahead of the curve. So Hiram, thank you for being here, man. What's happening? Thank you for having me and uh, nice to meet all of you after a long time. <laughs> yeah, 100%, man. It's great. All right, so let's keep going around the room. We got my boy Andrew Miller, a.k.a. Ace Rothstein, a.k.a. Bill Belichick, calls New England home, so I got to give him those those props and those shout-outs. So now Miller's been on the show so many times that I, I can't even go through your entire bio, but everybody knows they know he is a you know one of the preeminent domainers. He's big in NFTs. He is a, a killer from a deal-making standpoint. His network is crazy. His net worth is crazy. And uh, we love having him on the show, and he's a personal friend. So, uh, Miller, what's happening, man? How are you? I am excited. Uh, I'm excited about doing a rabbit hole BAYC show as, you know, we head into Super Bowl week and dispel all these crazy Super Bowl hype and rumors about 4 to 8 
spots and commercials, but yeah, lots yeah, yeah. of good things. Despite not very unlikely a Super Bowl presence, uh, a lot of other good, unless it's through Steve and his party, a lot, lot, lot of good things coming up. So, all right, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not. We'll go. We'll we'll crack into that in a second. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we did a, a daily fantasy show with Miller and some of his uh, some of his squad. And uh, that was a great show. People love that. We got to do another one of those soon. And yeah, this uh, but is yeah. a big, uh, this is a big DraftKings week, obviously. So I'm uh, yeah, yeah. behind the scenes as soon as we get off, kind of spending a lot of a couple hours a day getting ready for you know the both bo- both the uh, awesome waste management open, followed by uh, followed by the big day, which is the Super Bowl, and yeah, yeah. see if I can take down uh, you know as many GPPs as I won in DraftKings. I still haven't won that Millionaire Maker, so. You know, there's always one more week here Sunday. Let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah. And uh, like you said, this show is going to be really focused on the BAYC. There's a ton of stuff going on. Uh, You know, as this is a down the rabbit hole show, we're not going to talk a ton about domains. We're really going to focus this one on NFTs and particularly around the Board ABI Club. Now, with that, let me introduce our super, super special guest. We got Steve Galanis, a.k.a. Mr. 312, a.k.a. Hype Dicka, a.k.a. Hard Rock Steve, and a.k.a cameo newton what up <laughs> so let me do the bio real fast i gotta do the aks that's how we do it here man i, I, I was i was gonna say before we did it i was so jealous that everybody else had the aks i didn't know what you're gonna have but pretty good so for steve he is an entrepreneur and the co-founder of cameo recognizes one of the top hollywood top innovators by the hollywood reporter 40 under 40 crane chicago business innovator of the year i mean you know um the accolades are, are significant and cameo is 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 so is so dope um legitimately has changed the way fans can interact with their favorite celebrities it's a marketplace where fans can book personalized video shout outs from their favorite stars celebrities actors athletes musicians social media stars i mean the list is crazy we went through it a little bit i mean you got red man gabby douglas chad ochocinco gilbert godfrey flavor flav bill russell and then like when i mentioned the social media stars you got island boys and i called you hard rock steve because <laughs> Cause in the in the uh, NFT space, you got Hard Rock Nick, which man, people book him all. I and I'm a huge fan of Hard Rock Nick, man. He's just the uh, his. I'm down bad. I'm over invested. You know, <laughs> I mean, some of the classic memes in the NFT space are literally from cameos done by Hard Rock Nick, and uh, you know, and so you know, on on some other things about Cameo, real quick, the top fast companies list of the uh, world's most innovative social media companies, world's 50 most innovative companies. Uh, Momentum Award. I mean, there's so many, uh, you know, 50 most genius companies by Time Magazine. So uh, it's unicorn status, uh, a lot of venture money. I mean, and uh, and and you can find them online at cameo.com, C-A-M-E-O.com, which for all the domain folks, you know, our core audience, it's like, we appreciate the fact that y'all did the, you know, know what you're doing, man. I mean, you guys have grown this incredible business that is has social cultural relevance and is absolutely trendsetting and and it comes from such an idea that you're like damn like why didn't we think of that you know what some of the best ideas ever are the ones that seem somewhat obvious and it's like but it's the folks that actually do it and do it right that make the difference and uh you know and credit to you guys for what you built man it's awesome oh appreciate it thanks for having me guys yeah man and uh and i gotta say one thing my wife's you know shout out to her she's probably you know considered the highest end event planner in boston corporate personal and you know between her events and my own churning through 50th birthday parties and bar mitzvahs and i don't think i've been to a single i'm not just saying a single event in the past two to three years not one that she's put together for business or personally where there hasn't been at least one cameo integrated 
into the event. It's oh, like yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's just so, so dope. And uh, outside of Cameo, Steve's an active member in the community, uh, especially in and around Chi-Town, where he uh, is home base. And, uh, and, and, but for the purposes of this show, the most important thing is that he is a board ape owner, right? Because this is... Today's show is all about the BAYC. I mean, it is a movement as well, and uh, you know, and it's going crazy. And there's so much stuff to talk about. So, uh, so Steve, thank you for being on the show, man. Super excited to have you here. And uh, yeah, let's get it cracking, guys. So it's Super Bowl week. So let's start like with what Miller was talking about. Um, you know, because they came out and even said, "Hey, guys, there's a lot of hype about a Super Bowl commercial or a halftime show." You know, they kind of put some, uh, you know, they kind of dispelled some of those rumors. But what do we think? We think there's going to be any involvement and does it matter? Want me to start? I, yeah, dive I, in. I, Let's I, go. No, you, Steve, you go. You go. No, let's see. Go. I put a tweet out about this a few days ago. Um, you know, it, it felt like, especially I, I did right around New Year's. I was at a kind of my, my founding story, you know, in regards to the Board Ape Yacht Club. Uh, I was at a good friend's wedding, New Year's Eve in New York, and uh, one of my buddies had just, you know, just aped in, and he basically spent the whole wedding, like, we didn't even, <laughs> we literally didn't even fucking dance, right? Like, our, like my fiance <laughs> and his wife were sitting down in the corner, and we're just scrolling on our phone on OpenSea, like, looking for different apes, and, and I spent the whole next week just obsessing over, like, finding the right one, and I ended up finding one that I liked a lot. I, the floor was at 68. It was listed at 80. And just to like keep myself disciplined, I'm an ex-options trader. I only put 74 ETH into my wallet. Right, and right. I just kept doing, like, you know, kept doing like unsolicited bids to these different ones, you know, come in like 93, 94% to the, to the buy it now price. And, you know, I just kept getting ignored and I was so fucking pissed. So finally this one in a toga pops up and it's 80 ETH and it sells. And I was so pissed. And I see the next day, the guy listed for a hundred. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go get it. And uh, uh, yeah. so I put that one up. And for me, it was so important to have one that's authentic. And, you know, we can talk rarities and we can talk all that stuff. But I literally, you know, I'm Greek. Uh, I'm a history major. So I loved the toga. You know, I'm a, I'm in technology. So the 3D glasses kind of had that futuristic look. Yeah. And I just thought it was like the perfect one for me. But anyways, watching that floor move because i aped in on january 7th right floor at that point was probably 72 i paid 100 everybody's like you're fucking crazy you know there was all the chatter online when you have one that comes up like that and then you watch in the next two three weeks the floor gets to 100 and so much of the so much of what everybody was talking about and why it was going up was this hype around Super Bowl? What was going to happen at the halftime show was there going to be some cultural moment that everybody wanted to be part of and, you know, at the same time, like, I don't really give a shit if any of that stuff happens. You know, what's been amazing to me, like, I've watched my Twitter following double in the last month, right? Uh, the engagement that I'm getting, just like all, all the great new people, like all you guys that I've met uh, just in the last month on Twitter, like there's so much inbound. And, and I think like, as you were talking about in the intro, right, Cameo has long seen crypto Twitter be some of our biggest whale customers, right? This community has really embraced our business. And I'd been watching from the sidelines at how this was going. And I'm like, I got to, I got to dive in, right? Like I just knew I needed to better uh, be part of this community to really understand authentically, like what, if anything, Cameo should ever do in the space. And, you know, it, it's been an amazing ride, but one of the things I put out there guys was, Hey, I don't care if there's a if 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 there's a Super Bowl com commercial or not. 
you know, my life's already changed from being part of this community. Uh, I've seen so many other people's lives change from being part of this community. So if that happens, it's icing on the cake. But you know, it, it's so incredible what uh, you know what this community has done in such a short period of time. And you know, I'm 31 days in. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it feels I mean, like four years. Right? I was going to say that's yeah. five, five, six years in NFT. Right. Like it, over that period. Of time. And think about doubling my Twitter follow. I've done a lot of cool stuff in my life. I built a billion dollar <laughs> company. Like I run an internet company that is in the meat. So to double my Twitter following in a month. Right. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty insane. But like, I, I will tell you my board, when we had a board meeting on June 19th, and they were like literally worried that I'd gone off the rabbit, you know, gone down the <laughs> rabbit hole, right? Like all of a sudden I'm in, you know, my picture is an ape, like I'm tweeting out about all this kind of stuff, but, um, you know, I'm GM, GN every night and and it's it's just been so much fun. I've been yeah. having they're talking to the lawyers to see if they got to go off on the key man policy and stuff. Yeah. Like, hey, we gotta, we it's time to eat the pull. We're going to have to get the key ape policy. Now. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love it. And uh, yeah, but I mean, and I think that's the thing that a lot of us saw, and we've talked about this a lot on the show, you know, aping in the benefits besides the, you know, the, the monetary, you know, the, the rise in the value of the ape as an investment, but it's the community and everything else. And like, you know, it's not just saying GM, GM for the sake of saying it. I mean, there are real benefits. I think all of us have probably seen a doubling of our Twitter following now, maybe not as big as yours, but mine still doubled from a couple thousand, a couple more thousand, you know what I mean? And it's like, and introduced you in a lot of ways to a lot of folks, even for us with our ape in productions, like, you know, if we don't have our apes, you know, we never get a call with Timberland, you know what I'm saying? Let alone the ability to partner with him on a, on something like what we have. So, you know, it's it, in a lot, we've said it about domains can level the playing field to give you introductions into places where you otherwise wouldn't be able to get in the room. And, uh, you know, NFTs have created also that type of thing where, you know, it creates a whole different level playing field of like-minded folks that, you know, of all different shapes and sizes and, and status and everything else. So, yeah, man. So I love it. I think and, that, and you, that, know, you know, I got a funny little story in that regard, which I probably, you know, hopefully won't cause a problem. But Saturday, 430 a.m. time, I um, was up because my 19 and a half year old dog was up and needed to little help. And, uh, I just couldn't go back to sleep and I was got on my phone and I went, you know, so I went to stir up my wife. I went into my son's bedroom. He's in college. And, and at four, at four 30 in the morning, I received a direct message on Twitter from Paris Hilton. And we, it, we then go on to go back and forth for about 20 minutes, engage, you know, on a variety of things. And that just, that is 100% have granted. I have other relation, you know, I know her, husband's brother is a friend but all that aside yeah this all was because of the ape i had an ape she yeah. had an ape and i sent something that i thought i could help her with and she replied back and off we go so yeah um, i mean you're dming with paris else, hilton i mean right? what the else, like come on right? man like you know what i'm saying like where does that and, happen and you know? marlon humphrey and you know whoever else yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's pretty crazy. i hope that she said some shit and you were like that's hot you know what I mean? Like, you gotta, like you're like trying to talk her like language, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, but yo, huge shout out to Paris Hilton, man. I got people that send me that Jimmy Fallon Paris Hilton video. I probably got a bunch of my, you know, called them normie friends or whatever civilians, right. That are sending me that link left and right being like, yo, Paris Hilton, Jimmy Fallon, they got apes just like apes you've been talking about and doing your thing with, you know what I mean? It's like, 
I, you know, it, the, the pop culture impact, I think, is one of those things. And, you know, a huge shout out to MoonPay because, you know, their ability to onboard celebs has been really, really big from a visibility standpoint, you know. And, uh, you know, and, and I think this kind of speaks to something that, Steve, that you mentioned about rarities and whatever. Like, you look at Justin Bieber aping in, right? Like, he buys the ape with the black T-shirt that everyone's like, oh, man, he got, you know, he overpaid, he overpaid. But it's like, you know, I think regardless of what he paid, because I think at the end of the day, it's if, if, you know, this is still a marketplace driven by what a seller wants to sell for and what a buyer wants to pay for it, right? You know, like we talk about domains, what's a domain worth? It's worth what someone's willing to pay for it, what someone's willing to sell it for. It's and, literally the most perfect analogy, right? It's yeah. like, I, I, I look at it, I look at it like three letter.coms, right? Because three letter.coms are like the most liquid, category of domain names that you know you can sell it at the drop of a hat there's a there's a liquid price depending on what the letters are there's different formats but it's it's a very very liquid very clear market in terms of pricing now i own a lot of three letter.coms like a lot a lot and i could go out and i can liquidate them tomorrow at that liquid price of twenty five thousand to thirty five thousand dollars each right i have zero interest in doing that now Somebody comes along, if they want to buy one of my three-letter.coms, it's going to cost them half a million dollars to several million dollars. And some idiot's going to say, you know, one of these idiots on a domain forum is going to say, you know, oh, look, that idiot overpaid for that three-letter.com. No. If you just want to buy a three-letter.com, well, then you can have your run of the floor price, right? But if you want a particular three-letter.com, then you got to pay the price. Yeah. Yeah, whatever the price is yeah. and it's just just what it is right there's and, cl and clearly justin bieber wanted that if, ape right i mean clearly. justin bieber yeah. wanted that ape and justin bieber can afford that ape so that's the damn ape he bought and nobody should be opening their beak about it it's like guys <laughs> you should be happy what he's demonstrated is that aesthetic is more valuable and more important than the rarity and my friend hiron over here is actually one of the first people i heard preaching that from day one is I don't care about the rarity. It's all about the aesthetic because if the price is, is more than let's say, I don't know, 10 ETH, 20 ETH for these apes. Well, then what is it that we're pricing in? Cause it's not just the ego and the PFP and the we're pricing in the commercialization, right? The whole reason this thing blew up more than any other NFT project prior was no. because they gave away the commercial rights. And so what we're pricing in there is how are these going to be commercialized? How are these going to be utilized to generate revenue and value and IP for the ape owners? And so if we're, if it's all based on commercialization, then the value lies in the apes that are most a bit, you know, most able to be commercialized. And so that's the one that he said, this is, this is the one I'm going to go out and commercialize. Maybe it's going to be, or or that's the or either way it's just he wanted it so bad that that the commercialization is selling it to somebody who resonates enough with it to say that's what the value is right i mean and, 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 and exactly yeah. and, and i, I just think, had a dark I, I just had a dark thought because <laughs> look at this, you know the little link here in our chat that we've been talking about and i just wonder you know if they knew what they knew now would they have given the ip away in the smart contract or not if a16z is coming in for x millions of dollars at an X billion dollar valuation, are they unhappy or happy that they gave the IP away? And if they were to mint more apes because they maybe can, would they do them without IP? 
right? So the link um, we're referring to is the article that came out about the audit of the smart contract to say that shows that there may be the ability for, you know, them to mint more apes, right? And, uh, you know, which I don't think would be their intent, but, you know, who knows? And we'll, we can talk about that in a second. But to, to your question or your thought, I think they absolutely give the rights away again. When you look at the amount that they've done by way of secondary sales, the mutant sales, the amount of money that they've made, that the, the four founders who just recently got doxxed, by the way, and uh, which is a whole nother kind of topic we can, we can get into. But the, um, you know, I think they have to look at this like, look, this was an inc- a success in any measure, right? And, and huge, huge credit and shout out to the founding team to be able to continue to roll the punches and, and continue to deliver in a way that worked, right? In a space that is brand new, right? They were making decisions and choices where they really were setting the trends of how these projects go. I don't know that they, I don't know that the project takes off if you don't give away the rights. Is it just another PFP project? There's two points. One is, this is like, it's not even a question because this project would be a zero, just like 99% of the other projects. Like if they hadn't given away the commercial rights, the entire success, the entire success of this project hinges on the fact that they gave away the commercial rights which which basically gave the ability for the entire community to go out and get creative and say, you know, well, I got Shane's honey, right? That, this is probably the first, you know, yeah, this is no probably question. the first Board Ape Yacht Club derivative product, real world product that was ever made, right? This is Shane's honey. I got the gold seal, the real rare shit. Right. And, and for so, those of you here, we should make sure we should tell Shane to cut us the check because we're going to promote the yeah, honey right yeah, now. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and you can get this right now for 0.05 <laughs> ETH. But um, yeah, but there's so, a perfect example. So yeah. It's a non-starter if they don't give away the commercial rights. It would just be another project like all the other projects that came before. And if you look at the marketplace, most of the successful projects since are ones that have given away the commercial rights. Gaio Siri comes into World of Women says, all right, guys, we need to change it up. They gave away the commercial rights to the owners now. What happened? The, the, the floor price of the project tripled. So it's not even a question. There is, no, there is no question about could they have done it differently? If they had, they would not be where they are today. I am 100% certain about that. And that's where second, you get... Though, oh, good. Sorry, good. Second is, though, why would they want to, right? It's like, I actually believe that what they did was unlock everybody's brain to realize, okay, the biggest problem in every single business is distribution, right? Marketing, distribution, you know, but it really distribution is the bottleneck for every single business model on planet earth today. And so there's a lot of great ideas out there. There's a lot of great people that can go out and execute them, but there's a lot of bottlenecks in industries that like, like, you know, you want to create the best alcohol that's ever been made in history. Great. I dare you to try to find a way to sell that in California without dealing with Southern, uh, what do they call it? Southern wine experience or whatever. Like, you don't have a chance unless you go make a deal with them. You will literally be, you'll be, your company's gone in a year. And so like what these guys have done is unlock a business model that says, we're going to just create a great product. We don't know what the market's going to do with it, but we're going to release it. And our, call it thousand true fans, our, our, our audience base is going to grab it and run with it. They are going to be the distribution. They are going to be the marketing. They're going to be the voice of this thing. Like how many tweets has Gargamel come out and made? Like probably count them on two hands. You know what I mean? He did, he's not out there marketing this thing. Yuga Labs isn't doing commercials. They're not doing anything. 
The only reason anybody knows about this is because you, the five of us, and everybody else that owns the ape is out here pounding the drum. We're out on Twitter every day, thousands of people. It's the Board Ape Yacht Club army. We're taking over, you know what I mean? Shouting from the treetops. That is brand new. It's like a software platform that lets you build on top of it, right? I mean, you compare, you know, the platforms out there that let you build on top of it versus the ones that don't. 100%. You look at the success ratio between the ones that do and the ones that don't. It's crazily different. Open source with a built-in incentive. You get, how do you beat that? Yeah. yeah. And I think so kind of to, to your point about hiring, I mean, and you've built this like little portfolio now, well, not little portfolio, but I mean, that's why you got that Admiral ape with the merch hat hiring, man. I'm just looking at staring at that thing. If I ever win the lottery, I'm coming for that ape. I'm just telling you right now that's happening. You know, <laughs> hiring, hiring makes me feel guilty, man. I sold, I had the one ape, you know, back in the day I was, I was hunting for a really unique ape, right? I had a bunch of apes. But I was like, I, I want like I just want one really something super unique, and so I hit my boy Hiron, and Hiron's going through the apes with me, and I'm like, what do you think about this one? Da, da, da. And then Hiron's like, no, 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 here's the ape, and he sends it to me, and it's it's literally to this day, I think it's literally the most rare ape in the entire board of yacht club, and I sold that thing for like 65 ETH. I literally, I, it's I don't have a lot of regrets, but I I, I deeply regret Are that. You're talking about triple cream. Triple cream, baby. The, uh, mon- yeah. the only monochrome ape in the whole board ape yacht club, man. Yeah, dope attic, Yellow monochrome ba- attic. I mean, and yeah. the, you know, and the thing is now is D Farmer bought that ape and basically was I like, know. he's like, I'm That's never it. selling it ever, like ever, yeah. ever. Like that off, will off the uh, market forever. You're gonna bury it with him. You know what I'm saying? So actually, the funny, funny thing is also like whenever he listed that ape for sale, right away I DM Andrew. I said, hey, I want to buy this one. You know. And actually, at that time, I had a pending deal to sell one of my other ape. And I said, as soon as, as, soon as I sell, I'm going to come after this ape. But uh, uh, before I, I sell my particular ape, this uh, the D farmer, farmer. You know, he sold a couple apes on that day for a couple hundred ETH. And he before he uh, go for 31st December party, he bought it. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's what, hey, that's what happens when, like, you know, you know, you listed it too low when it sells as quick as it does, even in this kind of market. You I know what the, I mean? And it's uh, like, although to be fair, I had it sitting at like 99 ETH for like a month and nobody touched it. Nobody made any offers. It was even close. And, uh, and it wasn't until I dropped it down to 65 that, you know, yeah, well, came in. And I think, you know, it's interesting. There's certain apes that have these kind of like what I look at as, you know, sort of aesthetics or things that will take time. Like you mentioned spirits and want like fine wine almost, right? Ape rarity of 10,000, like the, the least rare ape is an ape that eventually will be worth, you know, millions and millions of dollars if it's not already today because of just the fact that it's the most bored boring ape yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> but yet you put it up there today maybe you know today probably sell for 200 but i, I think, think uh, but, but that's I, an ape that will be that could eventually sell for i mean literally truckloads of money oh well over like even apes maybe in the top 20 rarity you know what i mean so it's like i i, I think the owner already listed for a very high i think he listed for ten thousand or hundred thousand ETH. 
Yeah, and he'll probably wait for it. Probably eventually, we'll get it. So, um, so all right. So let's double back. So Super Bowl, we kind of feel like you know, to Steve's point, it's like it's it's a non-event. I've always looked at it like, hey, it's a cool kind of thing. If there's something interesting, or somebody leverages an ape, or you see NFTs pop up in Super Bowl ads. I mean, we're gonna see some stuff around, you know, Crypto.com maybe or FTX, and you know, you'll see oh. these big big companies doing commercials. Maybe there's NFTs. Maybe you see a board ape kind of glimpse, but we don't expect a big old show, even the halftime show that's going to involve Dre and Snoop and Eminem, who all now have apes. Well, I don't know about Dre, but I know Snoop does, and Eminem obviously does. He bought G Gaza's ape. Um, doesn't really matter, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it's more visibility, which is great, but we're already getting that. So I'm going to take the other side of that coin. So while I don't personally care, I think that it's disingenuous to say that it doesn't matter because okay. at the end of the day, it's all about brand, right? And brand Bowl. visibility is what drives it. There's no bigger event. Having a board ape, you know, showing in the halftime show of the Super Bowl is pretty much the biggest stage in the world. It would have a massive impact. It's going to introduce the board ape yacht club to the few people who don't already know about it. And I, I you know, that's a flex of all flexes. Like, yeah, but Drew, if, if, um, is wearing a board ape sweatshirt or sneakers or that you know no one will know right i mean it's great we'll know but the, it won't introduce it in that regard it may create you know we've already seen like tyrese Halliburton well, and we're in shoes and yeah but no know. but i saw i we saw, just got traded yesterday i by saw the way. something which probably is just to do with his sandbox gig but there was a, a post that came out with snoop in one of those um outfits, oh the half you know, suits they, yeah like, the full body the suit, yeah. suit. And I was like, oh, damn, they're going to do like a full on, you know, performance as their apes at the Super Bowl. Um, so I look. I all I'm saying is I can't I don't think you could say it doesn't matter. It's the cherry on top. Right? It's yes. the cherry on top. The cherry on top. And that's actually Maybe three what, cherries. That, that's, that's what I said in my tweet. It's like, yeah. think, uh, if it happens, it's awesome. You know, does it change the utility? No. Is it a cultural touch point uh, moment? Yes. Of course. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's fair. I, and I would agree yeah. a thousand percent. And I think it's the kind of thing too, though, to Miller's point, it would almost have to be though, like if it's, you know, if M comes out wearing like the hundreds, you know, board ape hoodie, it's one thing. But like, you know, people, I think we're expecting kind of like what Drew was saying, like, you know, the board apes to be almost like the centerpiece of some aspect of the show, which would have to require them to literally have some hologram stuff set up to pull it off in a way that people would even understand or kind of get yeah. what was going on. You know what I mean? Right. It was people are, you know, and like imagine the memes just like, the you know, like the weekend, you still see the memes from last one where weekends walking from room to room. And it's, you know, like, you know, they, they do have these cold. I mean, there's no question that those are culturally in, you know, relevant moments, but it also depends on what that moment is. You How know? well did I, I the believe team I manage thought. expectations, though? Well, yeah. that, these guys are—that—that's the key, right? It's the—it's uh. the managing of expectations because anything we just talked about is basically priced in and yep. kind of imagined, right? Like everybody's like, "Yeah, oh, if if, if Eminem is an Eminem, but he's his ape and he's performing <laughs> as his ape, like." whatever they actually are going to do if they have to do it has to be better than that or yeah. a disappointment. So exactly. like, I think, I think whether they're going to do something or not, they had to temper the expectations because yeah. like what, what would impress, you know, what would impress this group? This is such an, an imaginative group of people, right? Yeah. yeah. Everybody's been thinking about, like a, yeah, go personally, ahead. Personally, personally, like I am not 
over expecting anything from them but uh, i have a different uh, view on, on those angles like for example let's say like uh, uh, snoop and eminem they're going to perform right but their social media uh, uh, pfp I, I think the eminem still has the board app as his pfp you know right yeah. so so basically that is also indirect way of marketing because if the people are going to watch the half time show they may they were they may going to try and search you know them oh no you're absolutely right like there'll be additional visibility on all these guys all their social media accounts instagram mm -hmm. twitter all that shit's going to be on fire and just having a board ape as a pfp tied into whatever it is they do because look that commercial that came out that three minute thing where the prep for where it starts with eminem like playing all the different songs of the performers oh, is one of the most fire, fire promo videos yeah, things i've ever. ever seen like i like that shit where it starts with you know m doing the rap god shit against the old slim shady throwing words up like minority report against the fucking board and then snoop's driving and it's like you know and then i mean and it culminates at the end and then you know they got mary J with fucking family affair and like mary J in the bentley yeah and then kendrick with humble and then it closed out with dun, dun, dun. you know it does the still dre shit as dre's walking on the fucking yeah. beach and he's like let's go and they all meet up like it's a goddamn action movie oceans 11 or whatever and you're like that shit is hype and uh yeah. so but the point is is they're gonna leverage this stuff both on stage off stage and any overlap at all around the you know the board apes and all that stuff is going to be a good look no matter what so i think in, and anything beyond that is dope so i believe bavada has a prop they do. They have a fucking prop as to whether or not yeah. the board apes are going to be involved in the halftime hey, hey, show. Let me put. Let me tell you where my, my is going. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's how you. Sorry, sorry. What'd you say, Andy? That's how you know. So uh, one of the casinos, one of the online casinos, Bavada has basically odds. It's and and it's favorable that there will not be in a performance when you look. You know, so it's minus like easy money, baby. It's like minus <laughs> three hundred or something, which means Vegas is saying the board apes aren't going to be on stage. You know what I'm saying? Wait, and you it's can like, bet on that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh man, I wish I knew that. But even that alone, the fact that it's a prop shows you the I cultural to take relevance. Those odds like a week ago. Yeah, well, but the cultural relevance it just shows you the fact that there's a fucking prop on on a rel you know on an established site for you know betting is and the board apes are actually on there. How can you not be bullish in general? You know what I'm saying? That that's actually how much, a fucking. Do we know how much money has actually like traded hands, like? From day one to today, like how much money between the apes, the dogs, and the, and the mules yeah, we, is traded? We, well, we could calculate and see what has been traded on OpenSea and just do the yeah. math, the rough math that way. I don't it have doesn't it. That's true. If I had a bet. So, so let's say it's probably 40,000 ETH, right? No, no, no. no, no. Like, no, like board up itself is like 370K Yeah, it's ETH. hundreds of thousands of ETH. <laughs> okay, so yeah, all right. So you're you talking like 400,000 ETH. Much yeah. more. Only, only on OpenSea. Because major, yeah, 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 yeah. Only on the but looks rare. I mean, let's be honest. Looks rare is a, a very small fraction. No, but it's not just looks. It's Nifty Trader, Trader, Nifty Trader right? Yeah, yeah and Nifty then, Trader. But then you also had like the Christie's auction and shit, right? So it's like, yeah. I mean, you had some, you know, millions of dollars in sales of board. We eight. never found out who bought the big batch, right? Like the hundred and one or whatever. Not yet. You gotta believe that's coming in the pipeline too. Well, it might have been there's... someone. Who, it might have been someone who's trading them though, right? I mean, it already. It could have been Disney. Yeah, or it could have been a. You know what I'm saying? It could have been. We have no idea. Or I think it, it had to have been a corporation. Who, I, think uh, a fund, like I think it was a, a fund that already flipped them off. Personal opinion, but um, no, because if I, they were flipping them, we people would have talked about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, they would have said these are Christie's apes. apes that are. Yeah, being we sold. we know which apes were in that package. Recently, recently, I I, I checked 
the ownership and ownership is not being changed on any of the yeah, that, okay. that, that particular person bought and uh, the, uh, that auction house said very clearly that these are one of their traditional investor yeah and that they had a plan they had a they had a plan for the apes yes and by the way the uh, yeah just running through the numbers really fast on the look at you uh, he's laughing he knows what do you know so but so it's 700,000 eth about between the the apes the dogs and the mutants just on open sea 700,000 yeah. eth so oh, crazy man crazy so, business right so like that? I said that's it like before. 3 billion i mean when you look at that I, I number, saw, yeah. I saw, I saw two, today, 2.2 billion dollars of which they take that. We'll go to Ford Ape uh, Yacht Club has done more in GMV than Airbnb in the first three years, or yeah, I posted that, uh, or or yeah, DraftKings in the first 10, which was that was in my email this morning, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, okay, so I knew I saw that, but that was super interesting. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, look, I mean, it, when you really step back, I can say, and I said this a month and a half ago, right? and you know, if this were a publicly traded company or SPAC, based on their pure cash flow as a business and what you could assume they've done, this is a minimum $10 billion market cap right now. Mm-hmm. Just no way trade publicly traded minimum. And, and if 816 came in at 5 billion, that's a great deal, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, they got a great valuation. But so um, if we, but if we look at it, right, the, the economics of this are not like a normal business, right? They're getting a, you know, basically, let's say their margin is basically a third at best of, of uh, what a traditional margin would be in a normal business, never mind a tech business. So you're basing right? that and on so, the, two, the two and a half percent royalty. Yeah, is that kind of what you're saying? Rip, okay. right? Because what, what is so this is the interesting thing to me, which I think segues into a few of the other things we've touched on and we, we want to talk about is like, what's the business model going forward for them? Right. Like, don't get me wrong. If you're four dudes. And you just launched this project and you're getting a two and a half percent rip on a three billion dollar a year, you know, GMV, like all good. That's a great business. <laughs> but if you're an A16Z and you're coming in and you're going to put it, you know, take an equity stake in this thing. There's no token. To, well, I, I guess there will be a token to buy. I mean, I think we're talking about a huge part. A16Z's so, entire fund is investing in token driven projects. So, so hold on. So, so, but that's my point is, are they buying equity in this business? Because I don't know what that equity is worth. Right. Other than some probably decreasing multiple of that two and a half percent. Right. Because that's got to have that's got to have, you know, a decay rate on it. And then like otherwise, what's the you know, what's the what, what are, where's the open revenue streams? That Gaio can be developed? Siri, Drew, Gaio Siri, you know, how do you know they don't have a backdoor deal with Disney uh, using Disney as a stupid example, but to pay them 100 million a year for the franchise rights to. Multiple layers, characters, theme parks. Because they don't own the characters, dude. That's well, the thing well you but they remember. own the brand, right? So here's yes. the thing, and they they could develop technically. They could develop new. They may not have to do new apes, right? This is in line with that article that came out, and you know whether or not they mint new apes as part of the original ten thousand collection, right? Minus the one that the fucking asshole burned. Remember that shit? Like that guy's <laughs> got to. I mean, I, I don't even remember dude's name. I just know that that like you know that's got to hurt. Anyway. um <laughs> <laughs> but you know they do hey, listen, own the brand. It was novel at the time, man. I got respect for that. <laughs> and but in fun, fact, and you know how easy it would be to go get twenty apes or twenty five. Maybe they paid. A, maybe they bought the Christie's apes, right? I mean, who knows? So yeah, yeah, they, could buy- they made a public. No, they made a public statement last week that they each each uh, 
Each founder retained one no, no, no. eighth. I'm two saying fa- Disney. Stop. No, Disney. Disney. Oh, Disney, maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. they got nothing, But then that's got nothing to do with them. But they own the brand, right? They and that's even one of the rules around the, the characters. Brand. You can you can license the IP or you can use your character for whatever you want, but you can't use the I'd logo unless like club. But that's why the merch apes are what critical. Well, that's what I mean. Like they've got the club itself, right? So they could create and keep in mind they've got this roadmap and they've got the token coming. So let's talk about yeah, that. But like hold on, a- let's just be uh, hold on. I want to break this. Let's get serious for a second. All right. Like what is Star Wars self Star Wars? Sold to Disney. Three billion. Four, 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 four point five billion. Four million. Four billion dollars. It's sold for four billion dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So you're telling me A16Z is going to come in at a five billion dollar, you know, valuation because Disney might make a movie using the Board Ape Yacht Club name? Hell no! Fucking the, the greatest franchise in movie history sold for four billion. Right? Look at it. One all small the IP piece and the toy deals and the proven market success. That shit sold for $4 billion. So that ain't the play. So what I'm trying to understand is what's the play, right? So is I, for me, and the reason I'm, I'm hyping on this is like, all right, because I think the only way you can get to a valuation like that is if you're banking on a token and if this is not an equity investment, but a token purchase. So I've got a couple, I mean, Miller, Steve, I mean, I don't want to just dive in and, ar- and not necessarily argue with Drew, but I don't want to take the floor if you guys have a comment here. I just have one comment. And first of all, if you know, you know, I know a decent amount about what H16Z's fund is doing in this space. And it's, you know, they're interested in token projects, but it's not, they're not just taking tokens and for all their money. Okay? We're no. just using them uh, as an example. I but, mean, obviously because two, of who they are. But they are taking just you're tokens assuming, in, hold on, in you're the assuming. majority of their investments. So don't be confused about it. I'm assuming the opposite. You're assuming that this investment is in Ford Ape Yacht Club, and it's not. The investment no, is in Yuga Labs. Labs. Yeah. So, so who has this massive community, and who knows? Maybe they're minting 55 different other things, right? So, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know. So that was my next point. Is like, all right, there's only two ways here. It's either a token investment, or there is a potential dilution event because they're going to launch new projects. Now, you can say, well, there's a thousand projects launching every single day, and so. If that's not dilutive, then why is this dilutive? But those aren't Yuga Labs. And so, you know, is that, what do you guys think? Is that dilutive? Let's say they come out tomorrow with giraffes. And so now we got, you know, the It's not going to be another PFP. Like I'm that. just saying, I'm just saying, is that dilutive? Like, what, what's the play? How do we get to a $5 it billion depends. valuation? What, do we have access to it? Do we have benefits from it? Do, as the OG Board Ape Yacht Club, do we get, priorities do we get distribution do we get you know what's our if what's we're getting our, it for free i'm even, i'm having a harder time getting to a five billion dollar valuation yo so keep in mind you guys are you're missing a couple of elements here right so you know there's there's several plays that they could get into without doing pfps right and there's plenty of things there's there's movies and cartoons and there's physical they told local- us no more airdrops they told right, us right. That. i'm not but this isn't we're getting to where i don't even nfts won't even completely be the play with regards to yuga labs think about this the gaming aspect alone could be Absolutely. fucking enormous i mean think about it microsoft okay. just acquired blizzard for close to seventy billion dollars, you know what I'm saying? And and, and 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 by the way, this company's made no bones about it. They're a p, you know, they are a gaming play first, right? I mean, everything they do is all focused the, on gaming. All the founders, all the founders used to be a hardcore gamers. 
Yes. And and see, like, and one more thing is, and the token is going to be play to earn, right? That's yes, been yes, made yes. pretty clear. And they they promised for the games, uh, play to earn games are going to be launched around quarter, second quarter. So so right now, right now the main focus is all about tokens, but we are also forgetting one more important aspect is they quadruple their staff. They they used to be the nine people company. Now now it's a thirty six people company. They don't need 36 people just for tokens. There are, are there any other $5 billion valuation companies with 36 employees? <laughs> WhatsApp, WhatsApp, you know, open, open, WhatsApp. OpenSea had like 70 employees until a couple months ago. Right. <laughs> now they have seven. Now they WhatsApp have seven. Used to be, WhatsApp used to be 19, 19 people or, or maybe maybe uh, 30 or maybe 35 people company when they, when they got sold to okay. Facebook. <laughs> But yeah, I think right. that's the and 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 the token is a big piece of this too. Media Options is the industry's leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high-value domain sales and domain name consultation. As pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value, plus through their clear domain acquisition service, Media Options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high-value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media Options believes in the power of a great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours. Call or email today to put a domain to work for you. So let's talk about that. So we've got the Ape token because I know we've got about 20 minutes and then we've got to stop, but uh, we got a hard stop right around there. So um, the token, it's priced in, right? I mean, I think that's all, you know, what we would well, all, all hard we to think price in if you don't know what you got. Okay. I agree with that. So see, like, I, I think, I think if we, if we see the uh, movement, floor movement, right from 30 ETH, like, okay, let's, let's start talking about post mutant floor movement, right? The post mutant, the floor crashed uh, up to the 30 ETH. Why? Because there was a huge cloud about misunderstanding of whether the mutants are, has equal rights to the board app or not. And then they, they need to clarify, right? And the so, dilutive effect, right? It was also yeah, about, we got a certain yeah. amount of community. Yeah. Now we got to absorb an extra 20,000 mutants. Yes. So, that, so you know, that has a dilutive effect. So, so basically from 30 to- Oh, we ate them. We ate them up. Yes, yes. No, so, so what I mean is from 30 to 40, uh, it was a normal movement, right? And then Jimmy Fallon uh, shared about his board app, you know, uh, uh, purchase uh, during the show with the people, right? Yeah. And that, time, that time the floor moved from 40 to 50 to 52 ETH, okay? After that, uh, uh, there were uh, some some like a uh, few things going here and there here and there right then the snoop dog came and snoop dog uh, uh move uh, that there are many reasons but definitely the snoop dog effect moved the floor from 50 to 60 right from 60 to 72 it was an eminem effect on de december 31st Hiron, right. you know, I love the fact that you're like a board ape floor historian. You know what I'm saying? Because literally, like, don't keep I, going though. This is yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. Okay. See, 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 the basically, like, like they, these people has a millions and millions of followers, right? And the higher it goes, the lesser and lesser uh, 
amount of JT, people. can I have to walk off camera for one second? Yeah, go Is ahead. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're good, man. She won't shut so down. Basically, the lesser and lesser amount of people could afford, you know, these these things, right? Yeah. So, uh, uh, they may have millions of followers, but like now, like the floor moved from hundred thousand to hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand, two hundred and fifty thousand. Like two hundred and fifty thousand or three hundred thousand is is not a joke. Like for Berkshire Hathaway class A share, he never the Warren Buffett said he never split the stock. Why? Because he don't want any rookie investor or Robin Hood type of investor into the class A. You know, uh, Berkshire. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the higher we go, the less. The, we may get more and more serious investor into this segment. Yeah, and in that way, it's like it's like, a web, it's like a it's like a Veblen good, right? I don't know if that's the word as you say it, but I've seen that posted a lot, which is like basically it's the idea that as the demand increases, as price increases, right? So we saw some of that impact, that effect as well. You know, it's a luxury good. And I mean, this is literally the definition for which the demand increases, the price increases. It's in contradiction to the law of demand. And it actually got it you know, right here. <laughs> results in what's that? Oh, no, we can't I, see. I have it on my phone. Veblen goods. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I think that's some of what you also see, too. So but let's go back to the, the point or the question was, you know, so the token's not priced in because there's a lot of uncertainty around it. You think that once that clarification comes, it could be good. But I mean, I will say, and I've been open I, to admit I this. I thought that I thought the mutants were dilute. I mean, they were dilutive initially. I wasn't sure how that was going to go. I think that we've shown they've shown great foresight in 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 bringing them in in a way that has really helped to. I mean, now the mutants are you know the, the floor of the mutants through the roof. Like, well, I think what they've, they've shown those is that more important than the dilutive effect of expanding the community is a larger community creates more network effect. More network effect has a much more value increasing effect than the dilutive effect of increasing the size of the network yeah that's what look, i look i think as a pop culture item mutants initially were met with disdain and suddenly became very cool right people i mean i wish i had mine right so i mean um and i don't right i mean so you know i got an m2 serum and i sold it right and you know um oh you talk about the mutants yeah they're like yeah. people they they started off being you know the initial reaction was negative to the mutants and the art yeah. and uh and like, who wants this? And now, mutants I are, hate it. You know, yeah, right? I still don't like some of the art, but I respect the art. When you dig into the detail on some of this stuff, what they did with the mutants, when you look at some of the like the rat behind the eye patch and just some of the the skeletons crawling inside the shirts. And so, Steve, when you bought your ape, that was at, was that po that was post mutant, right? Post mutant, yeah. So, where's your any idea where did, did uh, is your had, ape a virgin ape? Like, is he is he mutinable? I don't know. Um, I, I, oh, I, wait, I, we got to see if you Hold guys, if you guys could show me how to uh, figure it out. Yeah, I, will, it. I, I will send you the link. Now I yeah. know who you are because now I remember you are a Toga guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Toga with the 3d, right? Yeah. Do you know yeah. what your apes number is? Uh, I call him the animal house. I yeah, call him animal house. Which one? What is it? 9012. While we're looking that up, I do want to kind of and come back to the token in a minute. You know, I want to lose trepid. Yeah, you know, sure. Drew, you'll appreciate this comment. You know, I, I had a conversation with one of my friends who I work with closely, who's a top, top Chinese domain investor. And if you look at, you know, how the Chinese investors came into Jocoms, right, in the domain market and when Drew, right, 
they have not, that marketplace has not touched the board ape community at all yet. Barely cracked it, don't get it, aren't there yet. They tend to be careful and cautious and, and, and then that and come in behind. Um, but you know, in this conversation, he pointed out my ape, which happens to be number 818, he said, wow, when we come in, that ape is going to be crazy. Because I have a, like a 33% rarity, right? Like I'm like 3,300 rarity, pretty plain looking clean ape, right? And with a faux hawk. And, but the 818, I guess, is like literally like the an Andrew, angel. You got to sell that to Kendall Jenner. Yeah. That's her tequila. <laughs> is what? 818 tequila. That's her brand. Oh, that's right. That's a great point. Or, or you got to you got to do a you got to do a deal with her. That's a good point. Licensing deal. <laughs> but like, anyway, I I didn't know this, but eight one eight in China is an angel number. Eight's a huge number in China. You know, eight is great, but eight one eight is an angel number or something where yeah, you know yeah, it's yeah. greatness and and you know I had no idea. So I'm I'm just kind of waiting. Like you know, when is that market? I mean, when we talk about the floor and the and the upside, just from a pure investment standpoint, you know. This is still a pretty limited celebrity. You know, we got all the celebrities and the Veeblin goods. You know, it's tough to afford an A, but, you know, you have a global investor market and these kind of assets that, you know, this is pretty much a U.S. board ape right now. It is pretty much a little bit of Europe, but it's not, I bet you it's 90% U.S. And yeah. you got a pretty strong presence over here. You got some big uh, uh, European football players. You've got yeah. some. Neymar, um, yeah. Yeah, no, but you've got you've got a lot. I mean, look, I, I'm here in Lisbon, and we've got a major board ape contingent over here. Like, yeah, well, see, like a Justin Bieber. There's three people just in the hip hop apes that that live here in Lisbon. See, like, I I think one more one more point I I, I would like to share. Uh, Justin Bieber, right? He bought that ape, yes, for the uh, aesthetics and everything, but. He also bought an ape because of the 3001 number. His house number yeah. is 3001. His oh. birthday is March 1st. So there are various oh. angles. So, so yeah. maybe like, let's say like if, if the board F3001 could have been gold or trippy, he would still try to get that. Yeah, well, I think that's an interesting when we saw it in domain names with the when the Chinese market really came in and you and you recognize the value around certain numerics and, you know, a lot of that, right? Domains that had eights and sevens were, you know, the numeric domains were sought out. There's still a market for five, right. six character dot com domains based on the repeating numbers and all that kind of stuff. And that carries a lot of weight, right? So I think that's a very important thing. By the way, but real real fast, so yeah, Ape9012 is a virgin ape, yo. That is a virgin oh, ape. He can still yeah. be mutated, dog. So, so you, might, <laughs> you have to grab some, uh, you might have to get some serums and ha you know, like buy them sooner than later. Cause it just, ain't cheap though. I mean, it's like 50 <laughs> ETH now for an M2 and 23 or something, 24 How crazy for, a, is that? for an I mean, M1. And, and what a shout, and shout out to those guys, man. From the time they dropped the dogs on us to the times, you know, to the whole mutant drop, the actual amount of value that you've gotten, just if you were a person and I didn't, you know, I didn't mint my ape. I came in, a, you know, a couple of weeks later. And uh, but still, like the amount of value that has that we've been given through this whole process is just so crazy. I mean, yeah, you know, and uh, but yeah, yeah so Virgin and, Ape, and man, so that brings us to he's right. ready to get and it in, man. He's ready to he's ready to do a keg stand on top of one of that big M3 mutant serum. You know what I mean? He's ready to go. By the way, that value, right? <laughs> I mean, you talk about that value, and then now here comes Ape Coin, right? So is Ape Coin is the token going to be the uh, 
highlight or the high point, the zenith of that value, or isn't it? How many are you going to get? What are you? How's it going to work? What's the distribution? How tradable and liquid is it going to be? You know, is it going to be? Where is it going to be applicable? Is it going to be a play to earn? gaming token is it going to be more than that is it going to trade i mean it's so if you look what luxrare did right or or even e, e whatever it is efs or whatever ENS, uh, yeah. ens i mean you know you would think that the token is going to appreciate yes right? so I mean, well yep but, and this is what i've said about the token so what i believe is going to be the case right is that we will be given some some tokens right up front based either on owning an ape currently or having owned an ape or whatever. I think that's unclear, but you know, I think mutants will get some token, we'll get some coins, apes will get some coins, dogs maybe, there may be a multiplier. You know, everyone's trying to figure it out. I think it'll probably be more simple than people realize. I think it's going to be like, "Hey, if you got an ape, you get this much, you got a mutant, you get that much," something like that. And then there'll probably be the ability to earn some through the games, and then there'll also potentially be the ability to earn some through staking your apes, you know, so that you, you know, and you'll be given coins just like you are with meta heroes now and a bunch of other nfts i think to me i think ape has the ability when you look at altcoins to have significant value because it will allow people who can't afford an ape can't afford a dog can't afford a mutant to still participate in the community and i think in a lot of ways this could become the nft play from a coin standpoint for people who are like hey i don't even want to buy nfts jpegs all that shit i don't even care i just want to buy the coins because i can go on to my you know whether it's uniswap or you know probably i would think relatively quickly you'll see it pop up on a lot of the bigger exchanges as well shit you'll probably be able to go on coinbase and buy ApeCoin because you can buy Axie right now. So you just buy ApeCoin and then just chill. You know what I mean? And I think that that to me is going to create an enormous amount of value for everybody that participates because it's going to allow people of all shapes and sizes to get into the ecosystem. Folks that are more on the crypto because the crypto bros who don't love NFTs, it's like, well, here's your exposure. You know what I mean? It's easy peasy. I'm going to go ahead and buy a bunch of fucking ApeCoin because that's the one that represents the biggest NFT play. It's the biggest cultural movement within the whole space. And, you know, and then for us as ape owners, we're going to keep getting some, some drip one way or another. And it's like, so I think that, you know, to me, I see it as a big, you know, not that I have enormous expectations. I think it's, again, going to be a simpler thing than people think. But I think that the, to me, I think it, it presents some pretty promising stuff. So and one more I, I'm, a, I, I, I'm in the buy the rumor, sell the news camp. I'm you're always, point. you're always. In I that really camp. am. I just, I'm a realist, man. <laughs> I think up. expectations are just way too high. It's like. You know, basically from the announcement of ApeCoin to today, you know, we're up roughly 60%. And it's like, so is ApeCoin going to return a 60%, you know, yield? Well, I, that's a fair I, point. No, I, I think I'm bullish no. on ApeCoin. Am I bullish on ApeCoin with respect to the current prices of, of apes? You know, I, well, that, that, that's I, it. That's the question, right? So here, no, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I got right now on a four trait with the 3D glasses. Cleanest, one of the cleanest four trades. I think top five four trade. Billy, throw, the, throw up the ape. Trade. Actually, so real before. So as a reminder, Billy, who does our post production, let's put up uh, Steve's ape when we were talking about it, and then let's make sure we throw up the the four trade that Drew's talking about on the screen so All folks right. can see it. So Go we ahead. got, we got right now, we got a hundred sixty ETH offer on that four trade. We got them listed at one eighty nine, which after I guess after the fee, you know, fees is one eighty. So I'm gonna put it to a vote right now, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, whatever you guys vote is what I'm gonna do right. right now, live, right now. <laughs> so, uh, do I take it at 160 or do I hold it? Hold it. You paid for the sake of disclosure. 101. What? I think, I think we paid 101. 
so paid, paid 101. So after after fees and things, you'd be looking at potentially like, you know, a 45. 50, 60. Yeah. Well, yeah, but this would be a, a direct deal. So there's no commission. So oh, okay. 160. It's a 60 ETH game, basically. Over how many weeks? What, like three weeks? I don't know. Yeah, okay. short. So sub one month, 60 ETH, right? Which is 60%. You know. know. And uh, so, yeah. So what does everybody think? Let's go around the room. Hiron says hold. Hiron yeah, says hold. Like, Andrew says my, hold. My, my simple reason is why to hold? Because there are so many uh, less aesthetic 40 selling almost every day for 170, 180 range. And I know your is far, far, far better, most clean looking. It's one of the top 10, 40 outs there. It, it deserves, see like uh, my Valentino, I sold, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that the, uh, the new He was one. so clean. He Valentino, was a baby. Billy, throw Valentino. Eyes. Show the oh, audience Valentino. Valentino was so clean. <laughs> Show him. He, the, the new, uh, he also traded to somebody else for a black suit. And, but, but the, say, the, the, the owner after me, he got a 210 ETH offer. And yours, yours is as nice and as clean, you know. And I think uh, 40 market is is getting uh, more and more exposure. So almost every day you will see 170, 180 ETH, you know, 40 sell, right? And yours worth definitely more. There you go. All right. Steve, what do Steve? you think, man? You got you to gotta hold. Uh, oh, hold on. He said, hold on. There's Valentino. There's Valentino. Surprise <laughs> Valentino, appearance. baby. All right, Steve says hold. We hold. That's it. All right, that's, that's it. Hold. It's a hold. All right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I said I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is, so I'm gonna actually delist this dude. All right, let's go. And then let's I'm gonna go. pump this dude on Twitter. That's like, <laughs> yo, I'm gonna give you 160. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So hey, we JT, only I'd love to hear about. Uh, I'd love to. You know, I know Steve's got this cameo pass thing coming. I'd love to get it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We've got five minutes to go. So, Steve, why don't we talk about that? Because I know you guys got this dope project coming and uh, we'd love to hear about it. Yeah, we're we're really excited uh, to be, um, you know, we announced last week our Cameo Pass. Um, over the course of the last year, we've been watching the space really quickly. Um, yeah, I think, I think the big wake up mo moment for us was in 2020. Cameo kind of had the dream year you, that you could imagine during COVID everything exploded and then yeah, yeah. uh nba top shot did as much gmv in one month as we did in the whole year right yeah. and now it's just kind of like, <laughs> it, it, forget the money grab side but it was just you know we're in consumer internet and we always need to make sure we're relevant and one one of the things from the beginning of cameo for those of you like not familiar was we, we had the idea that cameo was the new autograph right mm -hmm. and when we started watching what was going on at nfts and, and there's a lot of really interesting uh, DNA in the company, for example, Tom Brady's NFT company, uh, Autograph was started by Richard Rosenblatt, who's one of our board members. The oh. CEO, Dylan, was an intern at Cameo this time last year. So just Rich's son, right? Yeah, yeah, Rich's son, Dylan, who's incredible. Uh, you know, just it's been awesome to watch what, you know, what Dylan and, and Rich and, and the team have done over there. And just as Wait, we is this the same Richard Rosenblatt from from uh, Go yeah, Daddy. from Enom. Go Daddy. Demand Media. E no, Enom. Oh, Demand. That's right. It was Demand. Demand Media. Sorry, yeah. 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 Demand Media, which yeah. bought Enom. In fact, we helped him grab yeah. some domains. Right. Like, hey, back what did we in, say? You know, all roads lead to domains. All roads lead to domains, for sure. Yeah. So, so, anyway. we, so we, we've been watching it. And then over the past year, you know, we just had so many of our talent coming up to us and saying, hey, 
you know, when's Cameo going to get in the space? I want to learn more. And one of the big ideas that, that we have is that Cameo, at Cameo, we should be talent CTO. Anything that they want to do direct to fan, we should Love be it. their first call, right? Yep. We Love may that. not have the best answer for everything, but call us and we'll either point you to the right direction, but we want to be your Sherpa, you know, through this, you know, crazy emerging new world. Love and it, yeah. as we started watching, um, you know, as I got involved with, you know, the Board of Biot Club and we started watching some of these other really exciting communities uh, like Doodle, Azuki, like all these things that are going on, you know, we started to think about the assets that we had, which is direct access to 50,000 talent. We started thinking about our unique mission as a company, which is to build the most personalized and authentic fan experiences on earth. And we really started to think like, what if we were able to actually match the art with the deep utility that we already do? So mm -hmm. for example, on Sunday, we're having a, a Super Bowl party at our place in, in uh, Beverly Hills, got this huge house in the flats that a ton of talent are just coming over to watch the Super Bowl at. That's the type of thing that yeah, people would dope. pay any amount of money to go do, but they, they just don't have access. And we do have that access. So what we're thinking about is uh, in this project, um, there's basically three different type times of the day and three different artists. So depending on which time of the day, if you mint GN, you know, you're going to get one of the three artists and we're working with uh, Burnt Toast, who did Doodles. We're work working with Vinny Hagar and Luke McGeary, who's actually a cameo talent that we discovered, who is making all these really cool animations just as part of his cameos. And we just felt he had to be part of this project. Yeah, and uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So the, the mentors are not going to know which artist is tied to which uh, time of day. Uh, so the, there's a little surprise and delight, but the utility will be the same on all the passes. And, um, and, and you know, we just felt that this brought together so much of what we were doing with experiential and community building that we already have with, with the core product. But, um, you know, we're really excited about the, the future of Cameo Pass. Yeah. So when's it go live? Uh, we're doing a, uh, we're, we're doing some of the um, early stuff is happening uh, at the Super Bowl party. Mm -hmm. And then um, I, I think if you go on Cameo Pass, I think we're going live in like 12, 13 days. Okay. So that's, uh, like can, is it off the website or is CameoPass.com? Yeah, like... Maybe it's eight days. I think it's the 17th, 17th I think is, is the go live day. Yeah. So where do people find out more info? So is it off of the main site? Is it on CameoPass.com? Pass.Cameo.com. Pass.Cameo.com. I love it, man. What do I got to do to get on the white list though? You know what I'm saying? Like, do I got to get to level 200 in the discord or what's the, uh, what do I got to do, man? Just let we'll, me know. We'll, we'll get, we'll get you guys on the early act. <laughs> uh, I love it, man. That's dope. So, uh, and dude, the, uh, so are you going to be in Beverly Hills at the Super Bowl party? I am. In fact, like this party is going to be so good. I've turned down two opportunities to go to the Super Bowl. To the game, uh, right. To, oh, to actually yeah. go do, do our party. And uh, I've been lucky. I've gotten to go the last few years and it's an amazing experience. And, with the Rams at home in their own stadium. Like that's, yeah. that's pretty uh, cool. But, but at the end of the day, I'm a bears fan. And, you know, I was going to say, if it's the bears, you're going to the game, but yeah, if, it, you know. if it's bears, I'm, I'm blowing my own party off for that. But, <laughs> um, you know, I I'm really excited for uh, what we've got. I was just over at the house. That's why I'm not at my podcast setup right now. Um, you know, it, yeah. sitting in a hotel room because the house <laughs> has just been completely taken over and uh, we've got a bunch of events there throughout the week, so it should be a lot of fun. Oh, dude, that's super awesome. dope. And by the way, just as a side note, I, uh, you know, with a lot of my connections in Beverly Hills, I just, uh, for, we'll, we'll talk about this next Wednesday. 
uh, on domain Sherpa, but I, you know, yep, yep. uh, Braden Pollock and I just split and bought together 90210.com. Oh, uh, see, nice. we're just, uh, yeah, we were just talking we, about the five character 90210. Let's go. Um, yeah, so well, and that shows you the relevance of some of the numeric stuff, you know. But and if you we do see the big so Steve, Chinese, if you have anyone at the party who wants 90210.com for a nice sum, you know, we'll we can split that. All right, you know, so, you will, know somebody, uh, we'll set up, we'll set, we should set up a booth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, look, with that, I think we're pretty much run up on time. Anybody with this last minute or two have anything else to kind of close with or anything else they want to say, Steve? I'll kind of give it to you one last time since you're the uh, the, the special, special guest. No, this this was a lot of fun, and on a future uh, on a future episode, just on the domain side, uh, I, I think the story behind how we got cameo was pretty cool. That's uh, what I wanted to say. I wanted to like you know poke you and see what we could get you know on the cameo.com acquisition story. All right, let's yeah. I mean that is a fire domain. Yeah, so uh, so that that's another story for another day. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But you know, totally. Uh, Totally gained a lot of respect for uh, what you and your crew all do, uh, because I, I certainly uh, it's a pretty lucrative, uh, you know, field if you if you get the right one. Oh, yeah. If you know no what you're question. doing, you know, and unlike unlike a physical piece of real estate, you know, you can afford to just uh, let it go vacant until the right the right buyer comes around. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, I go. I'd make an argument that you, sh you know. Drew and I, lessons learned, although I've done some great development on my domains, you're better to let it go vacant. Yes. Well, <laughs> let the grass grow, baby. Just <laughs> let it grow. Yeah, so we'll save that for another time. And uh, so, Miller, hiring anything else on your ends? I know we got some things to talk about on a follow-up uh, rabbit hole. We can talk a little bit more about some of the other stuff you guys got going on. But any any parting thoughts real quick? Yeah, I mean, my part – oh, go ahead. Go here. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I mean, mine's quickly, which is – Take the long-term view here. I think there's a lot of upside left and, and a lot of room to go in BAYC here at so many different levels from the community and the relationships to where else can you be texting with Paris to meeting, you know, great guys like all of us and get to know one another and, and you know, the ape coin and in real life model potentially, which, you know, Soho Club is a multi-billion dollar company. I just think there's so much opportunity and look, the risk of it is obviously mismanagement or greediness or things don't go the way they should. But I, I actually expect, I think it would be a, a, a terrible mistake and they, for um, Yuga Labs even to not treat the incredibly strong community at BAYC and who's in it with incredible respect and favorability along the way, no matter what they do. I, I imagine they will always keep, they can't gain any, don't want the board of yacht club community turning on them it's the opposite you know the board of yacht club community can do so much for yuga labs um that i expect it to be a, a very long a long lucrative ride here personally yeah symbiotic and i'm not sure. a seller period i'm just not i yeah. mean i'd sell my ape if kendall wants to come pay me 300 ETH and i can go buy a floor ape you know of course but i have one ape and i'm not a seller unless there's a a, a trade to be done yeah hiring yeah um uh... <clears throat> Jeff Bezos, one time he shared that uh, during the uh, post-dot-com bubble, right, the Amazon price dropped from $100 to less than a dollar or around $1, right? And Remember he, it. He was, he was talking to his team. He said, don't, don't look at the stock price because as a company, our uh, team is growing. 
our uh, product is like uh, delivering you know the more mm-hmm. things right so look at what we are doing internally instead of focusing on, on the on the stock price so same thing like for board ape yacht club i will focus on they quadruple their team they are always believing under promise and over deliver culture right which is which is the and it is very hard to find a, a good project where there is a honest founders very creative team uh, uh, very uh, passionate and uh, innovative uh, uh, community right mm-hmm. so so many check boxes are tick marked for this particular project and that is one of the reason that i am still a firm believer in this uh, project as an investor yes every investment involve risk but i think uh, we are into this particular uh, segment for a long term yep no and i would i would agree i mean i think you're going to see peaks valleys there's going to be opportunities to make moves to buy and sell but you know i think long term i'm you know i would agree i'm very bullish on the board api club and uh you know and like you said they've established a track record you know from a, the founders have done an amazing job and i expect that they'll continue to do the same you know and it'll just be interesting to see how it all goes so all right so with that uh we are out of time oh you did mention company culture which uh actually i wanted to also make a point when i did my was doing a little bit of my research putting your bio together steve you know cameo has won a lot of you know has gotten a lot of recognition and awards for company culture which i think is really really awesome too and a credit to you and your team for putting together you know the organization like that so i uh, i actually forgot to mention that in the bio so i got to throw it in at the end yeah um so thank you Dope stuff, man. Um, Drew, I'm not going to let you rattle off because you'll talk us, you know, until, uh, you know, everyone else will be off the line. But uh, I'm just playing. Uh, but with that, listen, thank you, everybody. I, this was a great show. Can't wait to push this one out. Uh, I'll be in the next couple of days. So thank you to all of my co-hosts as usual. And as I always say on every show, thank you to the audience. You guys know where to find us. Hit us up on Twitter, questions, comments, whatever. But without you, there's no us. So we very, very much appreciate y'all. I uh, hope you enjoy the show. And we'll see everybody next time here on Domain Sherpa all roads lead to domains and sometimes down the rabbit hole. Peace out, everybody.